Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented animalic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello! Today, Sam and I will be discussing the latest episode of Steven Universe, uh, When It Rains, uh, our continuation of last week's Peridot um, arc, I guess, uh, which had the very vague description. The whole show was a Peridot lockdown. Yeah, and it's this 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 episode kind of seemed like a filler one from the description which we had a few weeks ago, but it turns out that was just vague in order to uh, disguise the fact that uh, the events of last week, I guess. So we'll get into that, all the details revealed about this, and also briefly into the short that came out today, I guess. Uh, they do these little shorts that they release, um, I guess, on Cartoon the Network's website. Classroom Gems. Yeah, the Classroom Gems. So we'll talk about that briefly, too. Uh, we cover steven universe every week and you can uh you can get all the information about this podcast at overlyanimated.com so sam let's get right into this what did you think of when it rains it was an episode i don't i think peridot's really cute i really like peridot um i don't know i feel like i i wasn't here for last week's discussion since i was doing stuff um but yeah, I liked last week's episode better in terms of what was going on. I thought it's like a it's like a good continuation of it, I guess. But I feel like watching those episodes back to back would have been better, you know? Yeah, that's possible. I could see that. It definitely seems like a two parter, which is interesting for the show. Yeah, I think I like this week's better than last week's. I mean, they're basically just this is like a continuation, like you said. So um, I don't know. I'm always a big fan of things happening, and things happened this episode. Yay! We actually learned what's going on. Kind of, uh, even though it's incredibly, like, vague-ish. I don't know. Like, we, we learn everything about the cluster. Um, I like how Peridot interacts with Steven. Like, there's a lot of speculation prompted by last week's AV Club review that uh, we're now on a Peridot-Zuka uh, arc, where Peridot turns <laughs> good. Um, and I expressed extreme um, skepticism at that. Right, uh, but I saw I heard a lot of feedback saying people generally agreed. But then there, I think I think the correct answer is a more nuanced take, which is that Peridot could come around to Steven, um, which he does in one episode. Which okay, it's fine. They convinced me because uh, this episode, the entire point of this episode is getting Peridot to come around to Steven, and then um, I guess the what the episode does at the end is pr- make this very artificial situation, which gets her to at least cooperate with the Crystal Gems. Uh, like this is, uh, you would, you would expect this to be staged by the gems and Steven, right? Uh, cause it's yeah. just the ideal scenario for them, but it's not, it can't, so it's a little, it's a little, it happens fast and a little unbelievably, but the main point is I still don't think Peridot's like a good guy. I don't, the main problem is that she's never going to come around to the crystal gems ideology involving the home world. I could just never see that happening. Uh, so that's why I was extremely skeptical of this being a Zuko arc, um, from Avatar The Last Airbender, of course. Uh, but I like how they've handled uh, this in terms of Peridot coming around to Steven. I think it was really cute. Peridot was great in this. Um, Steven was uh, also great. And uh, I liked how this episode functioned. I think it was a good, um, basically, when you're charting out the season, this is the um, this is the Peridot comes around to Steven episode, and I think they do a good job of that. I'm a little more skeptical of the elements of it involving this also progressing the story to the point where uh, Peridot and the Crystal Gems join forces, forces to stop the cluster. Voices. 
voices, yeah, to stop and this. Voices to, with the cluster. Yeah, to stop the cluster. I'm a little more skeptical of that that element of it. Like, I think it happens a little bit fast at the end. I also am not completely sure why Peridot is so intent on stopping the cluster. Like, I know her life is at risk. Because she's trapped on Earth. Yeah, but it seems a little bit selfish compared to what we've seen from her in the past. She's all about, like, the home world. And this seems not good for the home world. I, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Well, the homeworld, like, they made the cluster, right? Yeah, so why does she want it? She, it seems like she only wants to stop it for her own sake. Exactly. Um, which, I don't know. I don't know if that gels with what we've seen of her in the past. I don't know. I don't, I, we barely know who she is. We do barely know. You're right. Um, but we're, yeah, so it's this, this would indicate maybe she's more willing to turn on the homeworld than we would think. Although I'm still really skeptical of her ideology changing. Uh... Yeah, so I guess the big big things about this episode are um, what we learn. Let's let's go over what we learned about the cluster first, plot wise. Even though I don't think that's the big point of the episode, as usual with the show, it's the characters, not the um, plot developments, which are important. Yeah. Uh, so the cluster is um, okay. So the story paradox says is when they determined Earth was not a suitable colony. Um, I'm not, did we, have we heard the homeworld wanting to colonize Earth before? Was not that a thing? really, no. Yeah, that might be new information. I'm not sure, though. That might be just, like, something I heard in a fanfic once. That's the, that's the thing. A lot of people, um, like, the short that came out today, let's mention it now, uh, the big information is that, uh, all gems are artificially created. Um, this is something that I've always believed but it's something that the show has really never said. And a lot of people are like, oh, this is not new. We know the gems were created on in kindergarten. And I think a lot of people just assume things are true in the show. Um, but the show gives us very little information. The idea that the gems are a biologically organic spe- species and they're just creating new ones on Earth is was still a very relevant theory. And potentially the like the favorite theory, right? Um, the like the most plausible theory until now, until we get this video, um, and I think a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, this is just this is just something that we already knew." No, it's the show never tells us anything. Like, um, th- this is completely new information. The gems are mechanically created, and I mean, it's hard to take too much information from the short. You guys should go watch that. Um, if you have not, I guess it's on Cartoon Network's website. The gems places. aren't babies. Um, they said they're never babies. They um. They all grow in the ground. Like we knew that about the ones that are born on Earth, sure, but we didn't know that. Uh, we didn't know that the non, um, the non amethyst crystal gems and everyone on the homeworld was was uh, created that way, right? So they're created. They're not. Um, they're made. They're not born. They, I think amethyst says that here. Um, and that's like heroes. Heroes are made. They aren't. Born. <laughs> yes, like much like heroes. <laughs> Uh, it's, and this is big news, right? This means that, uh, the gems are essentially robots and artificial intelligences. Hmm. Confirmed, 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 confirmed. The gems are artificial intelligences. <laughs> I am absolved in my theory. I, this is what okay. this, this, this short says. Gems are, if you've seen, um, and people, it's like, oh, what's the big deal? This is a huge deal. I mean, have you seen her recently? Have you seen Ex Machina? That's the gems, right? This is crazy. Um, oh, okay. Dylan. In a sufficiently advanced society, that might be indistinguishable from artif- from uh, biological life, but um, it's, it's a big deal. So my big thing then is, uh, if the gems were made, who made the gems? That's the next question, right? We did. So me and Sam's theory is that the humans did. Um, I'm not sure if this episode supports that or not. 
it's interesting. Uh, the colonization of Earth thing. Uh, so one thing that the short also says, the other notable thing, and I was talking to Kathy about this, and she has very astutely pointed out that uh, the the gems say that when when they plant gems in the ground in order to grow or whatever, they don't use that terminology, but um, when they do that, it uh, saps the life force out of the place where they're growing. Uh, so that's so in theory, they're killing Earth when they uh, put make gems in kindergarten. Hmm. Yeah, so that's not good. But uh, so the question is, are they colonizing Earth in order to sap the life force out of it? Is that why they need to constantly colonize? Um, and this is something that could potentially support our alternate Earth theory, as Kathy mentioned to me. Wow, it's um, like Half Life. I think I've mentioned that before. You it's didn't. You have like, mentioned that before. But it uh, is. It's like the combine. If, uh. if humans made gems on the original Earth, um, then they might have needed to leave the Earth because they sapped all the energy out of it making the gems. We're going to be gem slaves. So, I don't know. The, in general, that's Sam and me's alternate. We did a podcast on that, by the way. You can check that out. But in general, uh, if if the gems are made, who made the gems? Um, the, the choices basically are uh, the humans or some artificial or some um, alien species we have not met yet. And the fact that have we have... Have you ever seen... Sorry, I interrupted you. But have you ever seen the movie? Uh, it's like animated movie. I think it's called Robots. I don't think so. Or it's just like Robot Land, and all these robots are like robots, no people. I Who made I them? Well, I think sometimes when you have stories like that, uh, there's no, they're never going to give you an answer. It's just you have to accept it, right? Um, uh, this my one, suspension I, of disbelief is not that large. The, the, yeah, I know this one. I think that we will get an answer. Maybe not for a while in the show, but. Uh, that, and I think the favorite now, in terms of who, if the gems, if it's true that this, or my interpretation of the short is true, and the gems are all made, who is the favorite to have created the gems? The favorite, like being the front runner—that's the better word. Um, it's gotta be humans because we don't know of anyone else in the entire universe in the Steven Universe world. Martians. That's the thing. It's like people are going to assume that it's just like Martians or some other alien species, but the fact that we haven't seen them yet makes it less likely. Like we're we're already on path for this humans twist. I'm telling you. Okay, and I'm not sure if the colonizer thing supports that or not. It's interesting, but anyway, that was that was that aside that had nothing to do with this episode. But there's involving that short. Um, So uh, the okay, so when they're originally going to, uh, they decide that Earth wasn't suitable for a gem colony. They used Earth for experiments for a gem geo weapon. Um, uh, It was early attempts at artificial. Okay, so the. Mm, the okay this uh giant artificial fusion comprised of millions of gem shards which is the cluster okay so the cluster wow. is in the earth's core <laughs> since it's been there oh before hum- it's been there before humans this is a very typical fantasy type story thing um it's been they've been it's it's laying dormant and when it forms it will be much bigger than the earth and will destroy everything it's gonna be like galactus yeah it's kind of like galactus yeah just like roaming through the universe like how does that do like what what? What? The gems wanted a giant weapon, I guess, and it's a, it's a but the, does it need air to breathe? I guess not. It's a rock. Well, no, it's not. That's the thing. Okay, okay, okay. You're big on saying they're rocks, and they say that in the short too. They're like, "We're rocks." That's such a meaningless statement to me. Like, what does that even mean? Okay, you're rocks. Great. Rocks are not artificially made. That's the thing. Rocks on our earth are they're like they're kind of or they're organic or whatever, right? Um. 
So they're not actually earth rocks. I need they're, to take a geology class. They're uh, earth like rocks are not something that some some being made. They just happen. Um, that's not that's not what their gems are saying in that short. They're saying they're are they're actually created by somebody. So they're not rocks. So stop saying not. So oh, don't am, tell me what not you amethyst in the short in the short. She's like we're rocks. Like no, that's no, you're not. That's not amethyst true. Amethyst is very blunt. Uh yeah okay anyway um. Okay, so this this giant weapon. Okay, so that we explain what's going on with the cluster. We also get an explanation what the gem mutants are. They are or they are um, the prototypes for the giant cluster. So okay, there you go. The reason they want to shove all the gems together is to create a giant weapon, uh, which is a very home world. We've we our perception of the home world is it's very like war torn and stuff. Not war torn, but war warrant. What about um, the rest of the universe? Oh, man. Well, why do they need a weapon, right? So I guess this kind of supports there being us seeing other life forms at some point, right? Because it's like, why does the homeworld need a giant weapon? Not to fight humans, for sure. <sighs> to fight others. To fight other intelligence. It's like Half-Life, Dylan. Okay, it's like Half. I still I still don't get that, though, because I still have not played Half-Life. But wow. That's okay. um, other, so yeah, what do you think about this giant cluster? As as like a long term plot line is like a thing that exists. It scares me. Just like in just as like a human being who lives on Earth. Yeah, I mean it's not realistic, obviously. I mean, oh, I, you don't know that. <laughs> it's there not. could be like something at the Earth's core. No, we would have we would detect it. Okay. But uh, in it, terms of the plot, I I think yeah, it's a good narrative have, narrative function. You wait. yes. We have a place to go. Yes, exactly, right. Yeah. N- narratively, um, the next place to go to after season one would have been to confront Yellow Diamond and the Homeworld, and that seems like more of a long-term plotline, so we need kind of a short-term uh, threat in the meantime. So that's kind of what how this functions within season so two. So the destruction of the Earth is a short-term threat. That's, in this show, yes. That is, Still that in is, 2015. In, in Steven Universe, the destruction of the Earth is a short-term threat, and I think it will be addressed by the end of this season. Uh, it, I mean, they're, they're, we're ha- only halfway through the season, and the episode ends with um, Peridot saying uh, she's going to tell the Crystal Gems about the cluster, which means that... Are we halfway through the season? Uh, almost. Almost, yeah. Um, that they're going to take theoretically immediate action. You know, after 20 filler episodes, then we can take immediate action against the cluster. Uh, okay. I don't know how the... I don't know how they would... Maybe this is a mid-season plotline, actually. Maybe this is like the Lapis Lazuli of the season. Maybe. That it's only gonna that it's gonna come to head in the midseason finale. I could see that too. Uh, what's interesting about this threat, though, is that uh, who is the enemy anyway? Even uh, if Peridot's cooperating with them, and the the whole point of the objective is to stop the cluster from becoming um, active, then if if the what's the what's the enemy in the process, right? Because the cluster's not active yet. Peridot's not an antagonist anymore. Um, is it like Malachite now? Is that where we're going with this, or is there going to be another, or is this just, or is this just a threat that doesn't have a face until it launches or becomes active? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm interested to see how they handle this narratively. Um, regardless of any of that, uh, what do you think? Well, now last last thing. How do you? What do you think? Do you think this is a satisfying explanation for the gem, uh, cl- the gem clusters, the mutants? Uh, that we've been seeing all around, that they're prototypes for this giant cluster. I guess I don't. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it seems Shouldn't almost... we have been seeing them, like, throughout the whole entire Yeah, why are they just coming happened? now? Because Peridot visited and checked up on it? It didn't seem like she was taking active action when she came up to check on them. I don't know, bro. Maybe they're only coming up now because we're closer to the launch of it? I guess. I guess, yeah. I, I guess because it's cool. Yeah, it's, it, it's, this is something that seems kind of uh, plotty. Or it seems kind of a uh, just nece- necessary thing for the plot to me and not something that makes a ton of sense but it's whatever it's not a big deal uh the other big thing about the episode is certainly peridot and steven's interactions peridot's so cute yeah peridot definitely sympathetic here uh what do you what do you think of i don't know it's a broad question but like uh do you love do you like how um peridot and steven were interacting here how do you think peridot how the way steven treats peridot seems very in character yeah I mean, Steven's the best human being on Earth. Well, he's not all human. Quote, unquote, human. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I like, I just, Peridot, she's just so small and tiny and like angry and she's cute. She's like an angry robot. No. Like, have you ever seen My Life as a Teenage Robot? Yes, I've seen that. There was that episode with the one, it was like Kilgore or something. I don't know. And everybody thought like he was so cute and he couldn't get like anything done and his quest to like take over the world because everybody <laughs> just kept thinking he was so cute. That's like Peridot, except she's not trying to take over the world. That is kind of like Peridot. That's a good comparison. <laughs> she's, yeah. Um, I don't know what to think of Peridot here, how she functioned here. She quickly becomes sympathetic. I like how they play her um, connection to Steven off. It's like she becomes sympathetic to Steven, but she doesn't see it as her warming to steven she sees it as like gaining an ally to stop something that's an immediate danger to her it seems very that seemed much more realistic than i kind of thought it would be um i'm i'm appreciative of them because they like they definitely want to move fast with this you know peridot uh cooperates with the gems type thingy and in terms of steven at least i thought it was pretty a pretty realistic way to approach it Mm. uh did the we the whole thing with um Steven teaching Peridot about rain kind of made the the episode nomer of the of the epi- the, the plot thing of the episode. Very, the kids learned something new today. A very appropriate um time to air this episode with this uh, pre hurricane. Oh yeah, on the east coast. Yeah, <laughs> we have hurricane coming by the way. It rains <laughs> when outside. it rains, yeah, it is raining for me too. Uh, so yeah, what what do you think of this um showing Peridot rain type thing? I thought it was very educational for the children <laughs> who are watching, and also Peridot, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Well, I did know about rain, and I'm, a, I'm an adult. I know how rain works. Uh, but Do you? Yeah, something. Yes, yes, someone. <laughs> know how rain works. But yeah, it could be like a nice, like, hey, kids, here's how rain works. But I like how Stephen didn't go to school. Greg taught him this. Yeah, just Greg taught him everything. Yeah, That's Greg just taught him like, everything. Yeah. Does Stephen have like a social security number? Like, is he even I, a person? I, hmm, hmm, I don't think so. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think the government recognizes him. Because if they, yeah, guy. that's a good question. Because it's probably, they probably didn't want um, Stephen's birth to be tracked, right? Because then they would see the gem and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's why Stephen didn't go to school. He's not a person in the eyes of the government. I guess. I mean, he probably still could have went to school somehow, but, um, is there even a school in Beach City? <laughs> I, there must be because Connie has to go. Some I don't know. Well, Connie doesn't live. Connie doesn't live in Beach City though. Yeah, but like she, I don't know. I mean, Sadie and Lars both like graduated. Yeah, they're in like 
onion i don't know where onion goes to school onion. sour cream yeah good good points good points <laughs> this is the i don't know basically steven doesn't have a social security number he could probably never get a job his job is Wait, protecting yeah. the earth yeah, so we had the rain thing with uh, Stephen and Paradon. We have them interacting when they discover the stuff. Uh, what do you, so the, the, my big criticisms for the episode, not big, but like I, how the crystal gems come in at the end and uh, how it ends up Paradot saying uh, she wants to tell them about the cluster. It seems very forced and quick. Ah, I guess it was. It's not a huge deal, but like after this really genuine and organic, um, different use of organic than before, uh, interactions between um, between Stephen and Peridot, uh getting the gems in very fast at the end was uh, stood out to me as not. I want to know how their mission went. Yeah, what did what they were, learn? What did they learn? Probably nothing. How did they know Stephen was at kindergarten? Go. I don't know. Maybe the war pad has like a recently. <laughs> Recently closed tab, yeah, that's yeah. Recently closed tab. <laughs> that's a good. And the, the kindergarten, and they reopened it. There you go. Thank that's you, how, thank you, Warpad Chrome. Yeah. That's how the whoop was I think that that's uh, that's how it works. I'm gonna assume that's how that works now. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's how that happens. Um, other notable interactions of the episode was definitely Garnet um, before they warp. That was so cute. One more thing I have to mention, and then she has the heart with her hands. I love you, bye. That was so great. Oh, I, li- I like all that loud to that. Yeah, out of all like the cute uh, Garnet towards Steven things, that was like the cutest one. Yeah. Um, I also loved Pearl in the in the beginning. Uh, wait, who's who said it's a it's like a big hunk of granola? Who is that? That was Amethyst. That was Amethyst. What's granola? Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then Pearl's like, I'm sure it's not granola. And also, it's just Pearl, um, Pearl and Peridot just like really intensely yelling at each other while the rest of them were calm. It's just very. Those those are definitely the in- most intense characters there. Does that make sense? Uh, I miss not. I miss Pearl like a lot. We haven't like visited her. We haven't visited uh, Bird Mom in a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's there, but like. I miss all the crystal gems, but like Pearl in particular, because she's my fave. Because she's the 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 bay, the fave, yeah. I didn't say she's the bay. I said she's the fave. I'm extrapolating from the fave. I'm not gonna say she's the bay. I mean, why not? I don't know, because I'm not going to date her. <laughs> you don't want to date this date this ageless um, artificial intelligence. I don't think would they date. That's a good question. Well, Rose Rose dated. Humans. If you if you date a. Uh, if you date a crystal gem since they're artificial intelligences, does that mean you're walking Phoenix from her? Does that mean Greg is walking Phoenix from her now? I guess. Yeah, you know, I really like Joaquin Phoenix. He's my favorite actor. He's really so. good. So, I uh, does that mean Greg's your favorite actor now? I I don't know. Okay, this is really pointless. Um, what do you, what else about this episode? I think. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting. For some reason, I heard like Greg and Stephen, like how Greg talks in steven today oh really interesting i don't know that's just me yeah, also we were gonna hear how it happened the ballad of greg and rose, from rose yeah and greg, yeah but peridot geez she don't care yeah um uh eric thurm on the av club where you just want to have ready yet he gives this oh. an a okay good job eric i'll give it an a minus what do you give it I don't know. We don't grade episodes anymore. <laughs> grade it. 
What do you get? Oh. A B plus. There you go. That's Sam's grade. <laughs> oh, that that's pretty close. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I, I could tell that's what you would have given it. Yeah, or like a B probably. Yeah. Wow, you're not me. I can tell. Okay. Okay. Um, notable. What else on the outline did I talk about yet? Uh, Paradox says I don't know anything without my screen. Like that. I, wow. I, I like that. Me too. That, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> just need the the laptop there. Paradox just so small. She is so small, and she couldn't even open the latch thing, and then Stephen had to open oh. it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I think Stephen has super strength. Is the, You think that's where we're going? Is that what that was hinting at? I, no, because I saw this gift set on Tumblr, and I was like, I think Stephen has super strength, and I agree with that. Yeah. Because, like, he yeah. picks up whole human beings. Yeah, there's. I've seen this theory before, and this latch thing is only going to contribute to that. I don't know why, how that makes sense, but with yeah. his powers, but I guess it could be a thing. He's like Superman. Superman? He's not. That's not how Superman works. Okay. I mean, it's uh, different, different origin stories. I mean, we still, yeah, born of a uh, artificial intelligence and human. I'm not really versed in Superman, but I want to know why he looks like a human and not like an alien. I don't know. I'm also not why, why, why do they have the human features? Up didn't there, just this, like, didn't his whole species look like humans? Isn't that how that worked? I guess... Okay, that's enough. It just makes it easier for other people, I guess. It's, this is the thing Delaney and I have discussed, actually, aliens, when aliens look like humans, because that's what comes up in Rick and Morty. Um, and it's something that's relevant here. Why do the crystal gems, look, why does the gems look like humans? Yeah, this is... The, because they were made by humans. Because they're made by humans is the only <laughs> explanation, yeah. Okay, um, it's canon, you know. Tell me what you think about this uh, artificial... Why am I wrong and this is something we already knew about? Are the gems being... Uh, made or am i reading too much into amethyst saying they're made in that short also i really don't like them revealing this information in a short a lot of people don't think it's a reveal but i'm pretty sure it is um if the show struggles with one thing it's how to dole out its mythology and uh, this is certainly not the way you want to go about it i think in my opinion no in my opinion okay i didn't feel like we really learned anything new in the short but that's just me we they said made I think it was kind of assumed that they weren't born. Everyone, I know. You can't give birth to a rock. Sai, everyone, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone was assuming this already, but, like, no, we could have. They could have been born. Like, and, but again, they're not rocks. Okay, anyway, it's not going to get through. That's okay. Uh, uh, last comments on when it rains. When it rains, it pours. Is that the next episode, when it pours? When it pains, it roars. I don't know. You look it up. No, it's not. What's the next episode? Uh, let me scroll to the top of this. The next episode is Back to the Barn. Stephen and the Gems work on building robots in Greg's family barn. Oh, okay. I that's... guess I guess that's how they're trying to beat the cluster. I guess so. Does that mean... Um, Par- I hope that they have fun with that. Does that mean Paradot meets Greg? Yes. Do you think they'll get along? No. No, okay. So she'll probably think, oh, this is the Greg that Stephen was talking about. She'll probably, like use him for information about the earth and then he'll say if every pork chop were perfect we wouldn't have hot dogs oh yeah and, and she'll, then... she'll be like fascinating yeah that's true that, that would be funny if she had to respond to that somehow okay they haven't said that since the, like that one episode and like the no they've said laser it cannons. they've said it since the laser cannon i don't remember when but they definitely said that I don't think that's how hot dogs work. No, it's not. Okay, I like you're wrong. 
I'm Dylan Heiss, and that's Sam Quattro. You can find out all the information about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can support our Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, and Jamie. Haina, Fever Mitch, Cordell, Cordell University, Beatrice Exchange, Buzz Lightyear, and Mailman. Um, okay. We'll be covering next week's uh, Back to the Barn next week. Back to the future. But to the barn. Is the barn Is in the future? A- there was a barn in the, that movie. Isn't, isn't the barn oh, is in that movie, I guess? The barn okay. was where um, was where Pearl made the space stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah. obviously they can make robots. Yeah, if Pearl can make don't... a giant spaceship. I need to rewatch oh, that episode. Do you, do you want to know a fun fact Yes. that I thought when I first watched that episode? Yes. So it shows like a painting of Greg's aunt and uncle, right? I thought they were gay. Like, I thought the one looked like really butch, but not like... I thought, I thought it was a lesbian couple. Okay, I mean there there's that one lesbian couple in the background all there the time. Is. Yeah, so. but that's what I thought because it was just a very unconvincing mustache. <laughs> very unconvincing mustache. Okay, there you go. We'll leave it at that. So we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. No, I don't think we will, but that's okay. We, we won't. No, but we'll okay. find out. Um. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Uh.